Hey, Anakit, what's going on? Hey, Liam, how's it going, man? Nothing much. I'm just glad I'm finally here with you bonding over some nice fishing. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, the fishing, you know, with the pristine environment, you know, the nature, the sun, the sky, it really, it's really what bonds people together, makes you one with nature. The water, it's just so calming and just, ah, I love being outdoors. Yeah, me too. Oh, wait, hold up. Oh my gosh. Wait. What? I think think I'm I'm getting a bite. Wait, really? Yeah, hold up, hold up. Wait, let me set the hook. Boom. All right. Oh, wait. Oh, my gosh. It's a big one. It's a big one. Re- I'm going to put the water to try to reel it in. You got it. Let's go. Oh, gosh. It's really pulling. It's it's pulling. Let me set my let me set my reel. Oh, oh don't oh, fall wait. in. Oh, it's pulling me in. It's pulling me in. Oh, shoot. Oh, no. Anakin. There's one problem. I don't know how to swim. Oh my god, let me call 911. Help me! Help me! Bro, I can't lose this fish! I don't care if I drown, I just need to reel in this fish! Hello, who is this? Sir, I want to go there. My friend, wait, wait, give me one second. He's got the key at the moment. And it requires that you, if you move into that evolutionary kingdom, that you leave behind everything. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Human ways, human behavior. Human yeah. ignorance, human uh, yes, misinformation. Yes, uh huh. Yes, uh, Mr. Marshall Applewhite, please excuse me just for one second. What's your problem, sir? Um, the, can you speak up, son? The, the dude, he's in the water. I need help. Are you Bring at a pool? Quick. That's kind of how it works. Just come, please. Where? You're the worst where, where, are you? where, where are we? What, what are you? Who, are you, is this a prank call? Okay, Chief. Bring the EMTs. Okay, wait, where are you? What's happening? What's the situation? You know you called 911. Yes. Okay. I hear someone in the background. What's going on? Up. What's going on? Where are you? What are you doing? What's the My situation? Is, is there a fire? Bring the EMT. Okay, bring the EMT where? The lake down the road. Oh, the lake. Okay, that's very specific. I'm coming. Right. I need to reel in this fish, but I don't care if I drown. All right, I son, can you swim over here? I'm, uh, can, we, got, we got we got a couple people at back. Okay, can you, can you over here? Oh wait, he's drowning. Never mind. What did you do here, Liam? Did you just leave him here to drown. Can't you swim? Why don't you swim over there and just grab him and bring him to shore? Well, I, I, know, I do everything myself. Every single that. time when people are drowning and dying, I have to do all the work. EMTs get don't think I can't pay enough for this. All right, okay, let's go. Liam, pick him up. You pick the legs. I'll get the shoulders. I need to catch this fish. Let me catch Can you, this you're, fish. you're drowning, okay? You, you're, you're delusional. All right, let's go. All right, just, just, just lay here. We're in the ambulance now. Don't worry, it'll be okay. Don't. No, go. I don't want you to save me. I want to catch no, the fish. It's okay. The fish is gone. Uh, Liam scared it away with something dumb that he said. <sighs> Are you okay Gosh. now? Okay. Don't worry. Don't no. go into the light, Anakin. We're, we're here to take you to the hospital. You got a lot of water in your lungs. Um, yeah. What, how, how did this happen, guys? All right. We're, let's let's move on to the hospital, guys. Okay. We're moving. Teve, I'm so glad you were here to rescue the day and serve your community. Thank you. As yeah, always. I'm still confused um, why you didn't go and and uh, just swim to him and, and pick him up. Do you Were you watching him drown? Did you wait? How long did you wait to call the police? 
or the ambulance and for the and until he was drowning because you know he couldn't swim, right? Yeah, that's why I called you in the first place. I was panicking. Anakin, did he push you in the lake? Unfortunately, while I do want to frame him, he did not. The fish took me into a lake, and I just couldn't lose okay. it. So you know, I I know a guy, Officer Brennan. He'll he'll look take a look into this case. Um, but anyway, yes, Liam. For now, I'm going to give you benefit of the doubt and say you didn't try to murder my friend Anakin here, um, and that you're welcome. That the service um, that I provide to the community was very, uh, very necessary, especially in this time. Don't you agree? Yeah, I'm just I'm glad Anakin is okay after all of this. Mm-hmm. So Anakin, I've done service. What about you? Why should I be saving you here? Hmm? I do service to the environment, you see. While I am a fisherman, I love, you know, making sure that the fish can live so I can actually catch them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really love, do, you know, trying to make uh, our, our Earth a more cleaner and safer place for all organisms, including ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one thing yeah, I like to do is, uh, well, adopt a highway, the adopt a highway program. You adopt through a the highway? Yeah. Wait, what? That's awesome. You can do that? For what? So my so my friend and I well my, my friend his name is Daniel um, and my name of course is Anakit so what we did is we made a YouTube channel dedicated to teaching people on sustainable fishing and conservation it's called Danikit Fishing like a mix of our both our names mm-hmm. very creative but yeah, um, what we did was we wanted to have a local impact on our community instead of just you know posting videos online so what we did is we adopted a highway in our local town and host two cleanups a year to try to clean up you know reduce trash flowing into our waterways mm-hmm. and how's that going now during this, this uh, COVID-19 pandemic it's not going too well unfortunately mm-hmm. uh, you know there's limits on the amount of people we can have to help clean clean up and we actually cannot touch the trash so we have to have specific tools to pick it up um, without making contact with it so it's currently a work in progress but hopefully uh, sometime soon during the summer, we can actually, you know, host a cleanup and clean it up because we are late on our cleanup date. It was supposed to be in May, so that would be a late. great idea. You know, people should always, um, you know, give themselves up, right? Like me and you, um, and you just just trying to take care of our communities, right? Any way we can. Um, but what about you, Liam, attempted murderer? Um, what, bro? Don't frame me i'm a nice we don't guy. know that officer brendan is yet to to do your little interrogation process but what have you done for the community or you know any any volunteer service i mean i help out where i can um i've you know i've gone to a few countries and donated crayons you know, and supplies stuff. yeah crayons hey how did you know that too specifically crayons because it's kind of an insult to them like you think that third world countries would like food, water, love, and you give them Crayola crayons to eat on and <laughs> crayons start. inspire hope to you. And they spark interest. In they're probably not good to eat. The world is needs. that not correct? <laughs> what if you're like an international criminal? You're poisoning children by saying they're eating crayons. But hey, they're, they're non-toxic. They're safe and non-toxic. Oh, really? Yeah. So I can go and, and eat a crayon and I'd be okay. Do it. You won't. They should just make it toxic because now people are. I, I bet there's someone in the world that's going to be eating a crayon for fun right, about this moment because they can. And if it's in America, it's their God given right to do so. <laughs> but Lanikin, haven't you had some world adventures like Liam? 
Oh, yeah, yes, I have. I've been very fortunate, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that my parents have been able to take me on trips all around the world. Um, so I've seen a lot of different cultures and, uh, you know, spanning from Asia to Northern Africa to wow. Europe to South America. Uh, Where in South America? Peru, actually. Peru. I've been to Peru. And unlike you guys, I've really only been to Peru and nowhere else because, um, I mean, yeah, that's, <laughs> I don't really know why I haven't gone anywhere else. I guess yeah, that's, that's actually where all, all our, our like, vacation money just goes to going to Peru as much as we can. So what's your, yeah, I mean, what's your favorite I, country, Anakin? Oh, gosh, that's a hard question. I mean, yeah. the most unique one, I think, um, that, you know, I, I've, I feel very lucky to have been able to visit because a lot of people don't go to it is uh, Mongolia. And oh, that's something. Yeah, it's very fascinating, the culture there. Because, you know, it's sandwiched between Russia and uh, China. So mm-hmm. it, it has like some aspects of both cultures. And at the same time, they still maintain, you know, you know, Genghis Khan, the nomadic lifestyle. They still have that there. It's, it's just so fascinating. I've never really seen a culture as distinct as Mongolian culture. So, huh. And are there any like world wonders there? So there's, they have, so the, the interesting thing about it actually is that you may not know, well, like a lot of people, they don't think about it this much because mongolia is very it's not very populated but it actually is it has the most polluted city in the winter actually ulaanbaatar and Damn. the reason for is because they like it's very cold up there so what they do is they have these coal fireplaces and all the houses are yurts and during the winter when they're burning all that coal it creates so much smog that uh it, it, it's it becomes the most polluted city in the world during the winter which is very interesting i think but that that is terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> That's a tragedy. It is a tragedy. They're working on it though, so I'm happy about that. I'm glad. Yeah. Um, in Peru, Peru is technically a third world country, um, and it, it's it's got you know places that are you know impoverished and especially regarding education. But there are a lot of places in Peru that are like America, especially um, like the districts near to the the capital. They're, it's basically like New York City. They got, got tons of sidewalks, tons of restaurants. It's, it's like the center of, of cuisine in like the Western Hemisphere. Um, wow. I think it's Peru's got a bunch of bunch of cool stuff. Um, I think people don't really recognize it for. Uh, I find that really interesting. That how like in in the world, like like what you said, like Mongolia. I think it's kind of it's like not really recognized for like a bunch of stuff. Right. And it really should be. And I think that it's similar that that's a similar argument for like Peru and like all the, the wonders that Peru has when people really discount it. They think like Peru is a third world country, they think like, you know, it's terrible and it, it's polluted and no one wanna go there, but that's, yeah. it's pretty nice. It's really nice. Yeah, not at all. Have you done Machu Picchu? I was going to one time and then like a few days before my trip, I got like hand, foot and mouth disease. And yeah. I was unable to go, and I missed the symbols of like what are they called Nat Nazca or something. I forget, but it's just this, these mysterious alien symbols. Like what are those called? Like circle, crop, oh, crop, crop cir- circles. Yeah, they're like really crop circles, um, but uh-huh. they're they look super cool. And um, have you seen like Peruvian merchandise where you have Peru, but the Peru is like a big like swivel it's like a spiral yeah that's yeah, one of the symbols that's one of the symbols of 
of NASCAR or something. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think I know what you're talking about. I, I don't remember the full name, but I remember like a NAS part of it, yeah. like the first mm-hmm. part. Machu Picchu is amazing. I, I did the Inca Trail for it. Um, so it's like a wow. three-day hike before it. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it's just insane that what those people have built. And, you know, like you were saying, the, the developing countries, people tend to, you know, look down upon it, especially in, from European or American standpoint. But the... Like, it's crazy to see these, like, ancient people, you know, building the most insane things without the technology that we have today. It's, it's, it's yeah, crazy. I'm, I'm glad you, you find it that way. It warms my heart to see that Peru is being recognized. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's insane. You know, and other countries around the world, too. So. Peru, number one. The same, the same thing with, like, the pyramids of Giza. It's like, yeah. how did people, like, without, I mean, the answer is slaves, you know. But, yeah, um, thank you, Liam, for breaking the but the just the engineering that went behind hauling just stones bigger than your house up hundreds of feet is mind-blowing it you know like and if you go to giza you'll see there's you know the city um of cairo right and Uh The, the Sphinx is, and then right there's like this little area where they have the pyramids. And it's kind of weird because it's all sandy after, like it's like, it's like a little enclave within the city almost. And you know it's crazy mm-hmm. because you know you're you're just you think you're in the middle of the desert, but at this the, like the city's all around you. And, yeah, and there's a Pizza Hut across the street. <laughs> um, yeah, it's crazy. And uh, Egypt, like especially Egypt, you know these days it's there's a lot of like instability, instability going on there, but these countries are so old and once you look back you're like wow they've these guys have been around forever so it it's really fascinating to see what they've done i think mm-hmm. yeah it's like you know egypt mongolia peru like egypt is uh you know more more renowned i guess for for like it's it's you know the pyramids and, and having uh, a lot of touristic um, like opportunities and stuff, but still, you know, all the struggles and people like kind of labeling it as like a third world country or, you know, not a first world country, gives it a kind of a bad rap. But then it, you go to it and it's awesome. Yeah, I I don't think traveling is like if you spend your money traveling to you know places uh, different in culture or you know just anywhere. I guess yeah. it, it really helps you get a good global perspective and really educates you. I think and For sure. Mark Twain once said that travel is, I think, fatal to bigotry and um, I don't remember the quote exactly, but ignorance as well. Um, And that no man should spend his entire life living in his small corner of the globe because that's just a recipe for disaster, I guess. If you are able, you should definitely go and Mm -hmm. try and learn as much as you can. I I agree with him. 100%. 100%. Of course, if, if you have the money, of course. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but, uh, like, if, if you have the money, it's something... I mean, look look at examples, right? I mean, there's countries that are very secluded, uh, and, you know, they... Or areas, provinces, regions that are very secluded, and whenever people from other cultures come in, um, they don't know what to do. I mean, when I went to Russia, for example... Uh, I went to these very isolated areas and, you know, that I'm the first brown person that they've ever seen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, we, I, I wouldn't say we were treated like 
in a bad way, but it was just differently. You know, they stare at us. You know, in restaurants, we'd be seated away like from the main crowd sometimes, or mm-hmm. uh, like. But the, but the the people are really nice once you get to know them. That's the thing, you know. But at first, you know, they they don't know differently. They're like, wow, this person looks different. I don't know what to do. So I had the exact opposite happen. Um, oh really? When I was doing um, a two week service trip in Rwanda. Oh wow. They, the people there, once you got out, um, you know, more into like the rural countryside, people, especially the young children, were actually afraid, like terrified um, of my white skin. Wow. It was, it was a really, really strange experience because, I mean, they just had never seen a person that looked like me before. And so, of course, when I go into the hospital, I'm like, hey, I have things to give you. They were almost, like, afraid to accept them. Like, I was some, like, extraterrestrial, like, being. That's how I felt when I first met you, too, Liam. You can't blame me. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Wow, dude. That's a compliment, by the way. You you set me up, Liam. Come on. (laughs) I guess I walked into that. Yeah, in... Yeah, in Peru, there it's primarily um, you know darker skin tones and stuff, and um, you know me and my mom were kind of lighter skins, um, and we don't really they, they they know that we're Hispanic. Like if um, you you'll they they know who's like a tourist and who's not, and they'll definitely take advantage of that. And I, that's what I like about Peru that um, they got they got really big um, skyscrapers in some areas and. And some of the the rural buildings are have have like a touristic appeal, especially next to Machu Picchu. And they bring a bunch of tourists, and um, those tourists are usually idiots. But you know, when they look at me, they like start speaking Spanish, right? And then um, so they can recognize that me and my mom were Hispanics, and they just talk in Spanish with us. But with tourists, they'll like try to you know attempt to speak English with them. Um, but there aren't that many like lighter skinned people in Peru either but it's just interesting how there aren't that many people that are like lighter skins at least in I've been in many places in Peru in many districts but um, they don't like I haven't had the same experience you guys have like they haven't stared at me or they haven't been afraid of me I think it's just kind of a minority that they've just acknowledged Mm -hmm. so you got you got like a balance of of our three experiences Um, yeah I I don't think it's bad, honestly. It's it's you know like for for Russia, for example, you know, it, even though you know we are treated differently, you know, I I it's not like I I'm angry about. It. I just feel bad, you know, that mm-hmm. I don't intrude on there, you know, <laughs> you know. But like at the same time, you know, at least they know there's people out there. Some a lot of these people is a mind blowing experience, you know, because we went on the train with like a lot of these locals. That's how we went from Moscow to Ulaanbaatar in Mongolia and then Beijing to Ch- Beijing in China. Uh, so even like visiting these places, you educate people at the same time while being educated. It's- yeah, it's like a two-way street. You know? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, that's just interesting how how the world works and how our travels have, you know, we, it hasn't, I guess, redefined anything, but I guess it has given us a lot of information that we didn't know that we'd get just by visiting other countries, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, all the tourist like countries that rely on tourism, they uh, they have not been doing very well recently. Yeah. 
No. Because it's not stocks. good. But you know what has been doing well? What? Investing in airline stocks. <laughs> My brothers have done it, and and they've made some money off of investing on those. Those very very um. I guess for now they're lower, but soon they'll be increasing airline stocks. Yeah, I I just turned eighteen, so I'm trying to learn how to invest.、Mm-hmm. Uh, and now might be a good time because the stocks might go up, but we'll see. Yeah, I I would like to do stocks, but I don't think my mom would let me because I'd probably it's like stocks is legal gambling, right?、Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just you can do <laughs> you can do it. You can lose your life over stocks. We've got to do your research, or else you might you know. Liam, don't do invest you, too much, too. You know about stocks, Liam. No, not the slightest. I'm not an economics person. I'm a, as I said, about Dan Maxwell. Do you think he would know? Oh, I'm sure. I wonder what Dan. <laughs> I'm more into、saying. the politics and the, the um, the social cultural sort of aspect of、mm-hmm. the globalism thing. I guess yeah, yeah. I think all three of us have a, a particular interest in in you know how different countries work and how cultures intertwine and how America is. How I mean, like America separates itself from, like, I guess it, it's you know how the common metaphor is used that like America is like a, a mixing pot of all different kinds of cultures, right?、Mm-hmm. And then now we're going to different places that haven't have that kind of diversity introduced to them, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have Peru, who's kind of just neutral <laughs> towards people <laughs> of different different skin colors and 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 cultures and stuff. I, I'm fascinated with South America. You know, it's, yeah, I, I think stopping a second. To... <laughs> no, no, I'm not joking. I'm. I'm,、uh, I'm I love Peruvian people. Yeah, yeah. The Peruvian people—they're the best people you ever meet, right? <laughs> the, yeah, probably yeah. the best people ever over there.、Mm-hmm. South Americans are so nice, though. I mean, like, no, I'm not saying any other cultures mean. I'm just saying, you know, they're especially welcoming. My, my Spanish was garbage. When I went to Peru, and they are still no, they they know, just pity because Americans do this like if when I say Americans, I'm thinking of like soccer moms, right? Yeah, soccer moms like hola, dónde está la biblioteca? <laughs> they will definitely be like, oh yeah, you know, we'll be friends. But then you know, they 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 don't really like those people. <laughs>、uh, they just they're just being nice, they're being polite. Yeah, but it's it's very sweet, you know. Like a lot of countries, like if you go to them and you just start trying to speak their language, they'll give you like a weird stare. Yeah, <laughs> and they'll be like, "Oh, you're a tourist." Yeah, they <laughs> they don't they like the tourists because they like paying a lot of money for things they don't need to pay a lot of money for. So <laughs> that's that is the great thing about Peru.、Maybe. But Anakin, I also want to bring up this point because、uh, you know we might we、um, we're talking a lot about of. Of you know your travels and and the community service, but you also were、um, you also did like a speech for the Lake Braddock graduation, right? Yes, sir, I did. So how was that experience for you?、Uh, you can talk about the speech. You can talk about how they treated you beforehand, because I heard that was a little bit interesting.、Um, yeah, what what are your comments on that? And maybe explain、there? why it was in three sixty p as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, well, it was it was definitely an interesting experience because, as you all know, graduation is usually in person. So usually, if this wasn't in person graduation, I'd have to talk in front of a, you know, a live audience, right? So basically, you know, I took advantage of the whole virtual 
aspect of it. And I was hoping the quality would be a little bit better, but unfortunately it wasn't. So what I did was I added a prop in there, um, if you guys may have noticed. But basically what I did, uh, I had blue and red. And uh, the red, you know, 2020 has definitely been by considered by many as a very bloody. negative year. Oh, okay. Yeah, bloody year, literally, for the last, you know, six months, uh, J- January through through June. So what I said was, you know, I, I had a glass with me. I said, you know, most people, like I, I said the metaphor, uh, that, or like the saying, the optimists see the glass uh, half full while the pessimists see the glass half empty. And so I did a twist on it where I put, you know, half, I said the glass was basically 2020. And I filled half of it with red water signifying, you know, half of the year, which was, you know, bloody and, you know, the coronavirus. It wasn't, a lot of negative events happened. And basically I was saying, we add positivity to it which i signified with blue um and it would make purple so uh it would be a full glass of just purple water and the the it was supposed to represent you know our school colors purple and gold now the thing is some people took it a little bit politically and i was that was not oh, the purpose oh blue <laughs> and yeah how dare you yeah, I don't know. Red, but... how dare you? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You, know, you, so, you should have yeah, yellow. Not... Yellow is the per, like the world's least favorite color, which is the least controversial color. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, but that would also be the... pissed, so maybe not yellow. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The, the joke was I was supposed to like pee while saying the speech and then like <laughs> put up a glass with the yellow oh, pee that's... in it. Here's our other color for the. That'd be great. Like, that, that would fly for sure. <laughs> Yeah, the administrators are not allow that, so I unfortunately was not able to do that. But yeah, but regardless, <laughs> that that was that's still good, a good analogy, you know. Um, you know, you're incorporating a cliche and, and putting your own little twist on it, which is always respected. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, and, and, you know, I, I didn't mean for it to be political. I, I just yeah. Was like, you're probably the per- least controversial person at the Braddock, <laughs> Anakin. Yeah, I just I. I've been. This has kind of been a, fi- a fighting matter for me because, you know, a lot of t- like especially now, it's, a lot of people are saying you know it's a time to speak out, right? And in the past, mm-hmm. I haven't really spoken out about many issues because I just didn't see a purpose for it. But you know, it's starting to shift my views because when times really get very uh, controversial, you you need to speak out at times, in my opinion, uh, to you know fight for the cause you believe is right. So, you know, I'm trying to do that a little bit more now and stay less quiet about it because I think it's just my duty as a citizen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Indeed, yeah, it's, it's a very good point. I think I think uh, you know, 2020 has shaped a bunch of our of our political opinions and our social opinions on and things of you know that are not really concrete and not black and white, like what is right and what is wrong. Uh, and that's that's a good point you made regarding your speech, especially how uh, you didn't intend it to be political. But since a lot of people can't interpret it that way, I think we should all be um, just be constantly aware of what's going on in the world and make sure that we don't um, we don't say anything that may come off as ignorant or arrogant, right? Even though yeah. you didn't do that, you your honest intentions, um, you know, some people might have just threw the speech away because they thought that you were supporting a certain position, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, a lot of people from the school knew I, I didn't think I, that I was trying to do mm-hmm. that because you know, I'm not very political at all. So I think a lot of people, they're like, were you trying to be political? I'm like, no. And they're like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they threw it away. And I guess, I think a lot of people did put it again. So. 
happened. Hmm. Well, I'm glad that someone with the amount of perspective that you do decided to do that. Yeah, thank you. I mean, I, I was just, my main point was just to try to encourage you all. Uh, I wish I had more time to work on the speech. We didn't really have a lot of time to really do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was only like three minutes long, right? Yeah. But and that's fine. I mean, I was happy I, I was at least able to speak to you, whoever watched it. Yeah, for sure. Um, and what if I like leading up to it, like, um, like when you were there when they were recording, did they do anything weird? Were the administrators nice? Yeah. The so the the way it worked was there's multiple rounds. So the first one is you would submit your speech to Miss Hampton, which is one of the administrators, and. They, they would review the speech, right? And they would figure out if they uh, wanted it to move to the next round. But the things they didn't want in there were anything political or, you know, anything that just related to yourself. Like, any, no, no nothing about me, I, whatever, mm-hmm. anything like that. So uh, I couldn't add anything political in there. I tried to be, you know, as unbiased as possible, uh, you know, just to appeal to the whole class rather than just like a select minority. So that's, I, I tried to do that and I was selected as one of the finalists and I just did a Zoom call basically where, where I did a speech in front of them with the props and everything. And uh, they selected me to be one of the three um, speakers. It would have been a genius idea. What? You get one speech, but when you go to present another speech. <laughs> if it was live, I could have done that. But the but thing it is, it was yeah, so it, it was recorded. So. I think a week and a half before the actual presentation of it online, we went into the school, recorded it in the auditorium, the little theater, and uh, it was recorded on the iPhone. It could have been, uh, I, I appreciate all the administrators I've done because it was a lot of work to really put that together, but, mm, um, but I wish iPhone. it was camera quality. So. Yeah, they had photographers there just a bit ago. So, yeah. Been like, oh, yeah, also, please record this for like, I don't know, 10 minutes. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. All the speeches. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I, I was actually in the Outer Banks that weekend, and uh, like, I mean, that week. So what I did was I drove. I started driving at like five a.m. from the Outer wow. Banks to make it to Lake Braddock by twelve. And then as soon as I was done with the speech, I drove back to the Outer <laughs> Banks. Wow, dedication! That is dedication. <laughs> I want to say for one, yeah, I had no idea this was happening. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know there was any speech at all until you know. You all gave your speech, and so I was like, "Oh wow, I wonder, <laughs> I wonder what, how that went about." And then I figured out that there was like competition, and you had to submit a speech. And I totally did not know. <laughs> did you want to do it? I have no idea. I try not to think about it now. I'm already late <laughs> oh, to the party. Uh, mm. uh, yeah. So we that we, we hit all sorts of all sorts of stuff today, right? We talked about community service travels and the impacts of travels on people and us and then we talked a little about your speech right about um you know the metaphors and, and the contents of it and then a little bit about how people there and, and how like the setup there was kind of awkward <laughs> yeah, yeah awkward, awkward to say the least but yeah you know it's adaptation think, yeah it's legally awkward. let's just say it would be awkward i don't think we want to get sued <laughs> by like brad for defamation yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like, thing is 360p. Oh my god. 360p. I know. That's how much. That, that worth. 
it could like yeah I, I was watching the west springfield well i saw a portion of the west springfield one and their their faces were so clear and stuff i was like whoa i wish it could be like that that would have been really nice but but no <laughs> nope that's true we need to we need to save the, the all the money to purchase new laptops next year Oh yeah, I saw that Instagram post uh, about how half the money is going towards laptops, right, for the COVID relief funds. Yeah, <laughs> That's, they didn't. They didn't want to pay like I don't know, a hundred bucks for a photographer for ten minutes. And we're like, yeah, we need new laptops again. <laughs> I thought that. Was- yeah, I mean, what were you gonna say? Oh, you you go ahead. Okay, right now, go. Okay, uh, thanks. So the yeah, I, it's a little bit silly to spend it all on laptops, but. Low-key, I'm kind of worried about the kids next year who have to go through that mess. Yeah, I, I thought that the point of laptops was the like the renewability of them. Like, you were supposed to like be able to use them forever. And that's why we returned yeah. them. But now we're getting more laptops? Or, or are we, like, repairing them? Did we steal some? Did people not return them? I think it's for the elementary school. Oh, they're getting laptops? Yeah, for virtual learning or whatever. Oh, okay. Well, that makes more sense, but... I think we're going to be in school, or they are going to be in school like two days a week or something. Yeah, that's what I have a younger sister, and, and she's school. She was in school for like every day for five days, but now I think, yeah, I think I heard it was like two weeks. I mean, two, but two, teachers are two days a week. Against they, the teachers don't want it. They, they've been saying, no, we're not going to even go to school once. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think in, <laughs> in university, too, like a bunch of professors are like, yeah, I don't want to die because, you know, they're older. So I don't want to get COVID-19 and explode. So I'm just going to do from <laughs> from from home. And, and now, like, all the people are taking gap years and stuff now. It's just interesting how it's all working out yeah. with school and COVID. Where, where are you going, Liam? I know Tiva's going to George Washington. UVA. Ooh, okay. I mean, a little bit of rivalry going on right here because I'm going to Tech. But oh, gross. Yeah. We all make George Why Washington beats both of you, though. Tech. <laughs> well, George Washington beat, did beat UVA in soccer. I so know. I about UVA that. sucks. Yeah, indeed. I support George Washington. I don't need to support any kids. All I need is the colonial support of... Hey, Steve. <laughs> what? Steve. What? Not the colonial support. We're going to change <laughs> that, remember? No. What do you mean, remember? That part is not making it to the final <laughs> podcast episode, Liam. <laughs> but anyways... Right. I would like to extend a personal thanks to Anakin Don, a graduate of Lake Braddock Secondary School, for joining us today on TLC. And now we're going to go back to the hospital because Liam tried to kill him. Any final remarks, Liam? Sorry, you're going to have to cut that. Someone called me. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Any final remarks, Liam? Liam. Okay, sorry. They 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 keep Liam. called. You're now you're actually gonna have to cut it out again. Oh <laughs> okay, I'll, <laughs> I'll cut out the first. No, I'll cut out the second one right now. But I won't cut out the first one. We'll see. Okay, maybe I okay. won't cut out this entire thing. All right. Any All final right. remarks, Liam? I swear I didn't do it. <laughs> you saw. Yeah. Kill him. No, he didn't, cause he was busy drowning. That's why. Anakin, no. what would you have to say before we, we head off to the hospital now? 
Well, I really appreciate this very deep discussion in the ambulance. Very, very nice. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, Might be your last. I <laughs> no, I... Well, I, I'm hoping someone can save me and I can actually go back That's to true. fishing. Actually, and we've been at the hospital, but I just haven't taken you out of the ambulance yet. We've just been waiting here this whole time. So we could have gotten you intensive care, but now you actually might die. Yeah, it was worth it. Yeah. I, I, I'll just I, say I, Liam tried to strangle me and I, I couldn't get over there in time. Well, I, I really enjoyed talking to you all. You, are, you all are very nice, intelligent young people. And uh, I sound like a boomer. I'm sorry. Yeah. But <laughs> you, guys are very, you guys are very nice. And I was, I'm very grateful to be on this podcast. And uh, I, I see you guys having a great future ahead of you. And um, okay. I'm, I'm just You're, gonna make me cry You're being now. a sucker. Let me push you back way. into the lake. Wait, what? <laughs> I love you all. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I've been teeth. Right. Say you've been Liam. Goodbye, King. Goodbye, Da-da-da. King. And thank you for listening to TLC. Da-da-da. Oh, okay. <laughs>